everyone. Welcome back to Reader's Table, the podcast where two story lovers talk about books, movies, and stories of any kind. I'm Priscilla. And I'm Nick. And in today's episode, we'll talk about Christmas 2023 and our outlook on the next year. Stay up to date and join the community on Instagram at Reader's Table. Okay, we had a good start. Now we need to start again because technical difficulties. <laughs> but yes, this is our Christmas episode. We had last biggest episode was a Halloween episode in fall. Now it is holiday season. And we thought we would like to do something similar to what we did in the Halloween episode, which was talk a little bit about the season, what it means to us, maybe stories related to it personally, and then also books, movies, maybe video games, narratively speaking means something to us related to that season and last but not least maybe a bit of an outlook onto next year after a bit of a rewind from mm -hmm. this year and what it meant to us at readers table maybe what kind of books we read this year um the ones that we were most excited about sounds good let's All right. get going so what does christmas mean to you how have you celebrated it uh, do you have any stories um so i was always the odd one out at school because everyone had a christmas tree and was able to decorate it and stuff and at home we didn't really celebrate christmas in the way with having a tree and you know classical gifts under the tree i mean we received gifts we we sat together we ate together but over the years that has also developed because my mom and sometimes my dad went home to asia over the winter so you know there wasn't really a celebration <clears throat> but Christmas itself, or just uh, December, is a month that I really like because all the cities are decorated, there's uh, fairy lights, yeah, everyone's in a shopping mood. Then there are Christmas markets, there is, um, I don't know what it's called, but dipping candles. All of that together is just really beautiful and I like it. So the other thing was candle dipping uh, and or candle making. Candle dipping. Like At that. least that's, yeah, Katzen's in candle dipping. Um, yeah, so that's Makes my sense, take on yeah. Christmas. I like it, but it's not a tradition. And you? So my first association with the word Christmas is family, just my parents, my brother, gathering together, eating dinner, maybe reading stories to each other, short story Christmas storybooks, you know, just just that sort of homely vibe exchanging gifts under the Christmas tree, decorating the Christmas tree. And then on a wider scope, I equate Christmas to Christmas markets, the local one here in town. Probably when I was a kid, more so the candle dipping, the, um, I was about to say blue wine, <laughs> but not mold when I was a, wine. Mold, mold wine, but I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm, you know, I was a kid, so obviously not. But um, just the smell of it. Maybe the smell of it. Um, Lebkuchen, what's that? Like gingerbread. gingerbread, gingerbread, that smell. But then when I got a bit older, like teenage years, also going to the Christmas market with like friends from school. So like going to friend groups, but not like big groups, rather small, just, you know, what you would do. And I equate Christmas a lot with outdoor activity as well. So it doesn't really have to do with festivities in a sense to me that much as a third equation or as a third association of the word Christmas, but much more so experience. So going out with friends, with my brother, um, with a sleigh, you know, going up in the mountains, Swiss mountains, going down with a sleigh, uh, finding hill sites somewhere close by with a, I don't know, th those sleighs that are made out of plastic, the mm -hmm. bulb, 
I don't know if it's also called Bob in, in, in Bob. It's Bob. <laughs> yeah. Bob the Builder. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And just it, much more so enjoying winter time rather than just the best, like actively connected to it. I forgot something. Hot chocolate while being wrapped up in a blanket <laughs> at home and the snow okay. is falling outside. <laughs> but that's you all year round. That's not just Christmas. <laughs> But then Christmas is during Christmas season is special because the fall of the snow. Yeah, it's just wintry. Yeah, but you like it too in yeah. fall. So <laughs> it's the same thing, literally the same thing. Well, then what about the fires and the stove? Yeah, that's different. Yeah, but you don't have a stove. So. Yeah, but you have one. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's not a memory. It's a, it's a fresh memory. Yeah. Do you have a story related that that you know, like some funny some. Well, like not shit. funny, but when it comes to food, what we typically eat to celebrate um, birthdays and or like Christmas. Wait, like, do you have a special food that you cook? Like a special no, dinner? but usually we go for duck because we don't often eat out and duck is kind of expensive here. So it's something special and we all yeah. like it. And um, most of the times it's that, but sometimes we were also able to like wish for food. And yes, stories. I agree with what you said, like sleigh riding is super fun and have you done that a lot as a kid yeah when i was really really young and then i got older and then it was too cold outside but i wanted i would like to do it again i mean it it's, is well fun. it is cold but it's part of it you get warm because you're moving what i care about winter time a lot is like going outside and doing the sleigh riding and all that stuff but also being indoors in the warmth playing video games because then you don't have to feel bad when it's hot and warm outside and you can really go outside and you probably want to you maybe feel bad playing video games mm -hmm. but when it's actually really cold and there's not much to do around or at least not near vicinity and it's snowing playing video games or reading a book is a godsend yeah i, mean, I don't know do you have any stories to share i don't uh, think so like not nothing super funny or special in a sense right that... so i have a story I know you have a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always Tell stories, it. right? Tell it. So in the bigger scope of the family, from my father's side, there is a Christmas dinner that we usually do every year. And I haven't gone in a while um, because, you know, you get older, maybe you don't connect that much with, with everybody anymore. But as a kid, I didn't really get to see my cousins a lot outside of that day. It was kind of a highlight in that way because the cousins at least the ones that were around our age, and even the ones that are a bit older you look up to and think they're cool, um, you want to be like them, it's cool to meet them. And there's always this one cousin who you meet once a year, like the Christmas gathering, Thanksgiving, whatever <laughs> it is, and they're really cool, and then never hear from them the whole year again. It's, it's the reason you go, like, it's the reason you want to... And I had, like, two or three of those cousins, so I was, like, blessed in that way. And one of those cousins was, is a bit younger than me. Him, my brother and I would always uh, chat and, and have less, like, this little group. And one of the things that was so cool about this place that we used to go to, I don't even know where it was. I could probably ask my parents, they could tell me. Is this restaurant we rented out, or at least like the big part of it, so the whole family could gather, like grandma to grandkids generation. Um, they had this game arcade or, you know, arcade where yeah, you yeah. play with the joystick and buttons and it will play this game called something with bubbles, 
where you're like this little dragon and you shoot like bubbles and yeah. it has to be the same color so they pop and that was so addicting you could get if you get good at it you could get really a lot of game time out of it because you could level up next level next level get a high score going and i loved playing that game and then eventually we would switch places and go to a different place so we'd end up in this new area with a bigger restaurant which was a bit up on a hillside so there's more snow and stuff it's more vibey but there were no game arcades so now we had to find something to do so you know little old me just wanting to, to have some action not being able to do video games and whatnot of course we're going to explore the area so we go outside and what we find is there is a, a street lamp like really tall and old so it's like it this exposed it's just an exposed source of light there's no cover around it and it will be our mission to hit it with a snowball and i don't know if we ever hit it um but i feel like probably we did trying to find other shenanigans to do we found uh lichterkette with glühbirnen like farbige yeah fairy lights no but not the small ones yeah big fairy lights (laughs) yeah elf lights (laughs) it's basically just a a lichterkette yeah Mm. so it's (laughs) it's just a cord with a bunch of Elf lights. What, what is what is the glühbirne? What? How do I not know a that light word? Light bulb. Oh yeah, with a bunch of <laughs> light bulbs, different colors on it, like you would have at a party or so. Mm. And they had it on the terrace where they had um, schaukeln. What's going on swing. today? Where they had swing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the words. Where they had swings and stuff. I don't know why, but we screwed them out and 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 them <laughs> down on the road. It was really far away, and it exploded. Like the light bulb, no? Yeah, and. <laughs> confessing to a crime here basically i don't even know if we did it multiple times i think only once probably was enough and this older lady who works there in the staff like his kitchen like i don't know if she was just waitress or cook or the owner or whatever she came and 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 she spoke to my dad and and the the father or like my uncle like who's not the father of the cousin but whatever and they were like yeah we'll speak to them so they came up to us, my father and my uncle, and they were and like... they did it as well. And they... <laughs> no, no, no. But they they were like, first they were serious, and they took us aside a bit so the women, like the mothers, couldn't hear. And then they were like laughing, they were like, it's actually really funny, it's what we used to do as well. Kids, <laughs> like similar things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but you shouldn't do it. Like, it's dangerous, it's possibly dangerous to have like these underground. Um, even though it's not a well-traveled road, it's still dangerous for people as well. And it's also not your light bulb, so you shouldn't do that. It's basically destroying somebody's property. But they took it lightheartedly in a, in a way, and they were like, you know, you can just do snow, throw snowballs at each other instead. And so I don't know. I think we cleaned up, like we went down and cleaned it up, and then we just end up doing like snowball fights. But that's one of the stories that <laughs> I remember, like just destroying light bulbs. <laughs> such a boy thing to do as well yeah. just you know it sound, may sound horrible in hindsight they're like what the fuck was i doing but you're 12 13 you're just you know try i don't know it's fucking Hitting around puberty yeah not thinking didn't know what the fuck we were doing <laughs> yeah we fucked around and we found out let's say like that. <laughs> um so that's one of the stories there's also more nicer stories that don't involve vandalism <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow i'm not yeah. surprised Anyways, what about stories? What stories do you equate, like in books or yeah, movies, to I, to I actually made a list because I had to think a bit. Because what I read back in the days or got to read 
too, um, is not what I'm currently reading. It's been a while, but the more I thought about it, the more things came up. And one thing that I still vividly remember, it's, it's not a story in a book, but I'm just going to start off with it, is the Swan Lake Ballet. Every year in December, there is a ensemble coming to Switzerland and they do Swan Lake. Mm. I just love it. I love it so much. Ballet and generally just watching people in nice costumes and dancing. And then Swan Lake just fits the season. And besides that, there's also the Nutcracker that I once watched. As a musical? No, as a as ballet. A as a ballet. Mm. Oh, yeah. So Nutcracker is a classic Christmas story for me as well that I just enjoy um snow white and then one favorite i have a lot of like fairy tales that i my dad read to me i was just gonna say that's not surprising though because yeah. you enjoyed um those in general outside of mm. christmas so there's a steadfast tin soldier by hans christian anderson which is one that i just enjoy and What's i that about? It's about a tin soldier that falls in love with a ballerina like a toy ballerina mm. So, so it's a romance. Yeah, but it's just a cute tale, you know. Toy story, but a mm. romance. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then there's, I googled this title, but I'm not sure if it's really the English title, but it's Star Money, about a girl that gives away everything that she owns and then is rewarded with star money. What's star money? It's just money that falls from the sky, and it's by the Brothers Grimm. Um, and then there's one by Charles Dickens, the Christmas stories, um, a Christmas Carol, you know, where one guy gets haunted by the ghosts of the past. Right, right. So yeah, those are some. I mean, if I those were all stories that were read to you. Yeah, or I, did I've... you read them yourself as well? No, no, most stories I encounter because my dad read them to me. Mm. So these are fairly popular stories that I still enjoy. <laughs> New or a classic stories that you i don't have classics only have cat stories <laughs> <laughs> no there's um a bunch of stories that were told to me by my mother chiefly uh, she, because she liked reading sto uh, stories there's not one particular story that comes to mind there were so many but what does come to mind to myself personally um is harry potter oh yeah um, but watching them because i never read them yet and which is a shame and i'll have to but watching them somehow, somehow, even though not every movie features winner, it's um, it's somehow Christmassy to me, Harry Potter. Because mm -hmm. they also, I think it also has to do with that the, the German TV um, programs, they feature the Harry Potter movies a lot around Christmas time. That's true. And back in the day, we didn't have DVD player, and so they would just... And then once we got a DVD player, we didn't have Harry Potter as DVD, actually, now to think about it. We would only watch them when they were on TV, and that was usually around Christmas time. It was a nice thing because nowadays you can get everything so quickly, you mm -hmm. know. Like, And back in the days, it was just Harry Potter, I do buy it as a DVD, but we didn't. It was just a Christmas thing. Like, we watched the movies when they come on TV when they show them. So Harry Potter as a story is definitely a Christmas sort of vibe for me. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I equate in terms of story of Christmas was uh, video games. There's also some video games that have winter as an element in their world building or in their storytelling. And so it's nice and more immersive when you play a video game that has winter as a theme or as a world building element or as a storytelling narrative theme. 
when outside it's also snowing. Mm -hmm. And one of those games is Assassin's Creed 3, because you play in 1700s in New York, Boston, the frontiers. There's all the seasons. So at some point in the game, it's winter, which never happened before in the Assassin's Creed franchise. So you're in snowy Boston. Another game, Skyrim, um, plays in a fantasy world that is always snowing basically there's just parts where there's no snow but it's in the north the northern part of the continent and there's a lot of snow and there's snow yeah it's cold yes but it's cool it, wear it's... a hat <laughs> <laughs> and when that came out it was in november 2011 as far as books go to switch over to books for me i really enjoyed reading the samurai series by chris bradford as a teenager and one of the books or two of the books i read during winter time and one of those also plays in winter in japan so it's it's cool to get that immersiveness going since we're nearing the end of the year how far are you with your goodreads reading challenge not far i mean that should be at the end right i'm still six books out <laughs> Well, the books that you read probably amount to more than six books in page count. Well, depends on how big the books are, right? I mean, well, Dark Tower is pretty fat. So I read a bunch of books, mostly by Stephen King. Um, I'm going to fill up the back end of my reading challenge with manga. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have some Dragon Ball Super to read. It's and also a story to read, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's a bit cheating, but you know what? It's not. It's fine. I allow myself to do that um that's the spirit gonna have you guess what one of my favorite books is this year that i read and it's not one of the dark tower books okay can i check your list <laughs> no oh man almond you... no do you want me to give you a hint yeah it's also by stephen king my mind goes blank right now it's at your place right now Oh, Joyland! Yes. Ah, uh, because my mind was like, Dark Tower, Dark Tower, Dark Tower, <laughs> no, Dark Tower. Not, no. I know, but yeah, Dark so... Tower could resurfacing, so... Yeah, Joyland by Stephen King. Yeah, I, really I still have to that. read that one. It is a book about romance, in a way, Ooh. about heartbreak, and about a murder. It's a hard case crime novel. It's about a murder case that happened a long time ago, and a, a young small town guy who or is it big town guy i don't know but a young guy who gets <laughs> middle town guy <laughs> a young guy who gets swept up in a in this case somehow he's not really involved in it but something happens and then you know gets swept up in it and it's 320 pages so it is a fair read it has good characters always in stephen king and it's just fun it's one of those that is just enjoyable read. Enjoyable read. Mm -hmm. And it plays, it doesn't play during winter, it plays during summer break. So I don't know, somehow I get nostalgic thinking about it. You know, mm -hmm. it plays at the beach side, like where you have this carnival and he works for this carnival and then stuff happens and, and it's summer and he mourns the loss of, of his relationship with his ex-girlfriend and he's going through that. And it, it's just a good story, man. It, it's, it's, it's a classic in my book it really feels like a old school mm -hmm. crime novel in a way but it also feels like a common of age mm -hmm. yeah, romance that. yeah that's fun that's a good read definitely recommend that and what about you well i scrolled my ones? list and i realized i had quite a mix of 
ratings this year mm-hmm. and not that many five-star books but i found some and you probably still have like 20 no. no so one was the well of ascension it's Which also is the second book of in the mistborn the series era one yeah. and it is my, one of my all-time favorite books ever which is really cool because you don't like politics and it has a lot of that yeah but it was just the characters their development and ah, oh, i just love it and then one is actually a winter book, which I can highly recommend. And it's Misery by Stephen King. That was also a five-star book twice, for me. Twice King already here. Let's yeah, go. but Misery, I, it caught me by surprise. And another one that I recently finished is Five Decembers by James Kestrel. And I did not see that one coming. Clear five stars for me. I really enjoyed it. I'm not that much into world war books it's a crime novel set during second world war thank you yes (laughs) but i don't know i just i enjoy it so much Mm. the last one so far that i gave five stars is find your artistic voice by lisa congdon Mm. and it's a really quick read but i enjoy that as well because if you do art it inspires you yeah it inspires you it keeps you motivated and just shows you that you can have fun and working hard on it. Back to the beginning of the year in terms of books. Now, in terms of the podcast, we could turn the clock even a bit further. We did New Beginnings, Rethinking Reader's Table, Favorite Books of 2022, and Exciting Reads for 2023. Mm-hmm. Then we had Mistborn Trilogy, um, Mistborn Era 1. And then we had a bigger episode again, the D&D Honor Amongst Thieves mm-hmm. review we've done and all things fantasy in our top five fantasy novels, which has, has now changed, changed yeah. both of us. So it would be cool to do that again next year. We had a bunch of Book Bites episodes and then we had the Halloween mm-hmm. and then we have the Christmas episode. And now for for to, to finish off, to top off the episode, I thought maybe we talk a little bit about... Uh, books that we are excited about next year yeah sounds good Stephen king has a new short story collection coming out next year in may and it also is a celebration of his next year of his 50 year anniversary in the book writing business wow half a decade (laughs) five years (laughs) you know at the age of 70 he was just like yeah might as well write some books (laughs) no Half a century. (laughs) Half a century he's been in the game. And he keeps writing. Some people don't like it. Some people do. A lot of people love it. And I think it's just remarkable either way. Even if you don't write it, if you don't read his stuff, it's remarkable that he can find... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Even if you don't write, (laughs) even if you don't read his stuff, I think it's remarkable that an author... And by the way, Brandon Sanderson too, you know, gotta give flowers where... Gotta give credit what credits do. Gotta give Kudos him his flowers. Susando. Yeah, Branderson, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, it's remarkable that authors can be prolific over so many years and still enjoy it and just be inspired and and tell art. tell more stories. It's great. I love it. And those are the real storytellers, you know. So. Kudos to those authors. And I think Stephen King, I'm excited for the new short story collection. Let's see what, what's in there. What Sounds good. What horrors he comes up with this time. So I'm excited for that one. Is there one you're excited for? Yeah, I haven't read the blurb, so I cannot tell you. But mm-hmm. I saw online that a lot of people rave about the Silverblood promise by James Logan. Is that an author? It's fantasy. Right. 
I guessed. But is that an author that already has books? Ah, uh, let me check. No, it's his fir first. Well, right. I like a new, I like a debut author. And then there's Robert Jackson Bennett's The Tainted Cup. Right. Also a book I'm interested to read. And he has written other stuff. Well, The City of Stairs, City of Blades, Shorefall. Um, All fantasy? Yeah. So Damn, good. There are a ton of other books that like have been published already and mm -hmm. uh, that i still want to read next year i also have a shelf full of books that i need to read so we've actually talked so about having there's... a book ban right yeah um book buying ban so i have to buy all the books i want until the end of the year <laughs> so no, next year i can't buy books not how it works is there maybe let's ask it this way is there maybe some books that you are excited to read next year that are already out but that you're just know that you're gonna read next year it's difficult to say um, because I don't know everything by heart, but definitely I want to finish The Lord of the Rings because mm -hmm. it's three books. I can do that. And I have the Gentleman Bastard series sitting on my shelf as well. The first three books, at least. So these uh, I would like more to fantasy. talk. Yeah, <laughs> I just like fantasy and I also have fiction stuff at home. What about... Emily Wilde's map of the other Yeah, ones. I'm looking forward to that, but I'm not sure if I can already buy it when it's out. Because of book buying mm. ban. Woohoo. Well, there you go. And I also thought about the Wheel of Time, but well, I'm not I don't want to plan too much. There's also one coming out in January by an author that you might be interested in, Alex Michaelides. Yeah, I read his books. Like the first one was The Silent Patient, that was really good. The second one, The Maidens, was so so, at least in my opinion. So I'm right. not sure if I'm interested in people going to do party on a Greek island. And I'm excited for A Name of the Wind and yeah. Mistborn. Sounds good. Is there is there also a nonfiction book that you're excited to read? I'm excited to read the new book by Michio Kaku, which comes out as paperback next year in May, I believe. Um, I'm going to read that. I'm excited for that. I'm going to take my time with it and enjoy it. I'm excited to read the new illustrated version of A Brief Time of A uh, Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking. And you? Nonfiction? Probably not. <laughs> no, if I get to it, but it depends on book buying ban and my birthday. <laughs> The Creative Act by Rick Ross, I'd be interested in. <laughs> Shit. It's Rick Rubin. <laughs> I didn't know Rick Ross writes books, man. I keep making that mistake. I mean, Rick Rubin, it's embarrassing. I shouldn't read it anymore. Just imagine him. It, to it, be... It's 5 p.m., so. Whenever you hear his name or think about his book, just imagine the color red. Like a ruby? Rubin. Rick Rubin. <laughs> I don't even know how it came up. Ross, Rick I Rubin don't even is... listen to his stuff. Well, Rick Rubin is a music producer. He's also produced for rappers, <laughs> namely Beast Boys and Eminem. So maybe that's why it's confusing. <laughs> Whatever. That book might be something. And maybe Adam Grant's Hidden Potential. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what episodes we'll do next year. I'm going to continue with the book bites, uh, meaning reviews, and, and see what else is coming our way. All right. Thank you for joining us at the Reader's Table this season, the whole year, and further on. We are grateful for your continued support. Until next time. That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed our talk all about Christmas. Stay up to date and join the community on Instagram at Reader's Table. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>